Back to Old School with DP and J on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We are back. Short segment before the, uh, the bottom of the hour starts at the top of the hour. Just had Thirsty Thursdays with Kevin. Uh, obviously, it was on and popping like always. But uh, before we went into Thirsty Thursday, I wanted to ask you, Kenny, about buy-in. And the reason why I wanted, I wanted to ask you about it, because I was watching Coach Walters, the new Purdue coach, and he was talking about it. Luke Fickle was on the Big Ten Network talking about it. Obviously, I'm sure – I don't know if Matt Rule has said it. But it's just kind of one of those catch words, I think, you know, has been the phrase of the words, and, you know, especially around here. Um, and you heard it a lot, especially when Frost started. What does that even mean? That's what I was – right? Because I think, like, everybody's definition of it is different because I think just on the surface of it, people will say, well, you show up, shut up, you work hard, you do extra work and all that. Well – to, to my mind, which is obviously not the best, but it just seems that's what you would do just in general. Now, that's why I want to ask you, like, what it means. Does it mean anything different? Or is it harder to get people to do, like, the five basic things and one extra to be the best that they can be? You would be surprised because it is hard, yeah. um, especially with the change of staffs. Right. You know. You've been with one guy for we, three, four, three, years. four years, yeah. five years. Right. Now this is your sixth year, and they change. Yeah, it's kind of just your. You don't even know what your habits are. You don't are. even know what your habits are. Right. With the change in like again, from Bo to Riley, a lot of those kids were with Bo for three years at least. At least. Yeah. Now you change. Now you have to try to buy into this new guy's system right. or believe in what he's trying to get you to do, mm-hmm. it's hard. But if you come in from day one and you're real from day one, it's, it's easier, easier to get them to buy in or believe. I don't like to use the word buy in. Believe, believe in you yeah, as a coach, position coach, head coach. Yes. Believe in what you're trying to get accomplished. And then know that they, that, that coach has your back through thick and thin. Right. You have to establish a relationship. That's where the belief come in. Right. You know what I mean? If you establish from day one a relationship and you show that you genuinely care, I wouldn't say buy in, but they'll believe in your they'll believe in your system quicker than yeah. yeah. And do you think that uh, that's easier or harder with this modern day athlete to get them to believe in you? And and here's also the second part of the question: Is the biggest thing to get them to believe in say Jay Foreman as a coach or position coach or whatever, even administrator or something, is it the is it the is it the actions to go along with the words, to back up the words? Because I think th- some of the things from my perspective that there wasn't enough action. And then therefore if you don't have action, we don't have a relationship. And that's where the, the disconnect comes in that. Right. If you're not putting your words to action. Right. Now they're not going to believe in sure. you. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we, you always say practice what you preach. Yeah. What are you doing when somebody's not watching? Sure. You know, if you walk past a piece of paper on the floor, you know what I mean? Yeah. You, if you always tell them to keep the locker room clean and, and you, you walk past a piece of paper on the floor and one of right. your players see that, right. I mean, it's those little things. Yeah. I mean, I'm not perfect, but I always made a point that if I saw something on the floor, I'm going to pick it up and put it in the trash. Right. 
even when I was on the practice field, if I saw a piece of paper or an empty water bottle, bottle or Gatorade or bottle right. or cup, I'm not going to walk past it. I'm going right. to pick it up and put it in the trash. Right. And and that's what I want to – because obviously just recently Ed Reed was at Bethune-Cookman. Obviously it didn't work out. Obviously you talked about where – to him – they he, they didn't even clean his office before he got there, and then he you know talked about the storage locker, and you and you heard the stories even last year, or even for the last five or six years, where the players had mold in their helmets and stuff, stuff that we couldn't even fathom. No, I want to. In Ed Reed, I remember this Ed Reed talking about when they won the Super Bowl when they beat San Francisco, and he said their season turned around when they had a you know the come to Jesus meeting when they were kind of struggling, but he was like, man, I'm staying late and cleaning up the locker room. And people looked at it like Ed Reed's going up, picking up after everybody. But he was focused on the little things and how they're – I call it portable. Do it in the locker room. Do it in the weight room, classroom, field, obviously in, in your studies. Talk about that because I think people sometimes don't understand that. And so, they're, therefore, they're just hearing – it's almost like white noise. But talk about the, the true nuts and bolts of reason why you want – your coach wants you to clean your locker room not only just keep the locker room clean, my locker clean, because it's just not, okay, well, let me just throw it in there and and then just put everything in the cubby hole and it looks clean. It's all the underneath because that's actually your foundation. Talk about that. I mean, it's it it plays a part in it. The little things matter. You always try to say the little things matter. People don't think the little things matter, but how can I count on, let's say, Jay Foreman, if Jay Foreman is late for a study hall appointment, a tutoring appointment? You know what I mean? Yeah, for no, for no reason. For no reason. Yeah. For no reason, he's just late. So on Saturday, can I depend on Jay Foreman to to line up right mm-hmm. to hear the call and, and and go play football? No. Yeah. It, it, it's a, it's a, it's a direct relationship reflection of what you do throughout the week that's going to happen on Saturdays. I always talk. I always say this, and, and you can tell me I'm in outer space or not, but I always say the football gods generally exploit your weaknesses or your practice habits or lack thereof in the highest pressure situation. He, he like the football gods don't come around when we're winning 34, nothing, you know, when they come around when you lose, when it's either when you're losing or it's 14, 14 or you're, you're down, you're, you're down 17, 14 and it's third and eight. And I got to finish through the receiver to get the ball out. Or I got to, you know, run my feet on contact. That's when it talk about that. It's amazing that you say that because with all the almost we're so close games, football gods, because the little things that they didn't do throughout the week came to play on Saturday. And it was always that one or two individuals that – seemed to always be around. It always (laughs) – the ones like, that were always like, like they just like they right on time. Were, like, you back, you right? <laughs> you back? Oh yeah. I Those forgot. one or two they checking in. They get the <laughs> one or two individuals that was having a rough week, right? You know, not doing what they're supposed to do. The small things, locker right. rooms dirty, not on time for the yeah. appointments, not knowing coverages, not knowing, knowing yeah. not even just football, right? Just, it's not even just football related. Right. It's off the field, you know, stuff. And on Saturday, sure as you know what. It's be that there. it's that one individual they be that right, they, they be right on they be time. right on time. Well, so. I'm glad I'm glad you're here because I know people probably got tired of me saying it, but I, I always I'm a 
I'm a big believer in it. Believer in it too. It's just that just that's why I always took that's why my sphincter muscle was tight <laughs> in practice because I ain't want to be out there in front of ninety thousand people and they looking at it like this brother practice this way. So that's good stuff, man. Kenny Wilhite, Jay Foreman, old school, short segment at the bottom of an hour. We'll be back at the top of the hour. I think DP's gonna step in uh and finish it off for us, man. We'll be right back. You're listening to Old School with DP and Jay. Download the mobile app and listen wherever you are on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. 